Welcome to Bat Chat, where we discuss various topics making the news and ask the questions that need to be asked. Nothing is off limits and no questions are deemed inappropriate as we look to lift the lid and dig deep into the issues making the headlines. I'm Bobby M and this is Bat Chat. Despite the advances in technology and the ever-developing and evolving world of entertainment, movies continue to delight the masses and provide an ongoing source of timeless entertainment. The film industry has always been a central pillar of society, appealing to all walks of life and providing an indiscriminate source of pleasure. The respected online movie website IMDb has ranked the highest rated movies of all time, with the top 10 including big hitters such as A Shawshank Redemption, The Godfather, The Dark Knight, as well as Forrest Gump, The Lord of the Rings, and the classic Clint Eastwood picture The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. In this episode, we explore the panelists' selection of their greatest movies of all time. A tough task given the thousands to choose from. Welcome to this podcast and welcome to my panelists. I'm joined as ever by Jazz, Mandeep and Jeets. Welcome along guys. How are you? Hi there. Oh, good there, thanks. Yeah, all good. Good. So a uh, nice light-hearted subject for us to discuss uh, in this podcast. I'm looking forward to this one as we talk movies and I don't know about you but I'm certainly a huge fan of cinema uh, and movies I think is part of our lives ever since we're young, growing up, uh, they seem to be an ever-present part of people's lives, don't they? Jazz, what makes a hit movie? What would you say are the ingredients for making a hit movie? I think it's something that, um, I think for most people, I think it's something that takes you takes you on a journey. Um, you got It's something that's got to engage you, keep your interest in it. Um, and something that you, I think it depends on each individual as well, because it depends on what your likes and dislikes are. Uh, because each one of us has certain tastes in terms of what they're looking for. You know, you get some people who are predispositioned for the sci-fi genre, um, some like horror and thrillers, for example. So I think it depends on what your interests are. But also, if you do have varied interests, in where where does that film take you? Uh, because you're in a cinema or at home watching a film for a few hours, uh, it's got to offer something to you. Absolutely. And look, it's not even just where your interest lies, but I guess, Mandeep, it also depends on the mood you're in as well, because you can watch movies at different times. Uh, and if you're in a different mood, you'll enjoy it to a different extent. So I guess your mood matters as well, doesn't it? It does. And uh, Jazz is right in saying that. Uh, but in terms of what makes a movie great, uh, the process is involves uh, acting, of course, uh, you know, how the actors act, the editing of the, the movie, how it's shot, you know, the plot itself, um, and of course the uh, location. So some movies like James Bond movies, you need to have uh, a you know, location, you, the Caribbean, the sea, palms. So yeah, that I think... Uh, that classic combine, Bond formula, I guess. Yeah. Ajit, with regard to your choice of movies, I mean, is there a particular genre or a particular mood of movie that is, you know, the most appealing for you? I know we know we've just mentioned that different movies appeal to different people, but which is it that does it for you? Um, first and foremost, probably be the story factor. Like, there's got to be a good story to it. Then, like like Jazz said, something that will keep you engaged for as long as possible. That will be depending on what interest you have as well. So, do any of you limit yourself to a certain genre, or are you all pretty much in that same sort of boat? Whereas you'll watch it doesn't really matter as long as it's got a good story, depending on what mood you're in. But is there anything that's an absolute no-go zone for you? Like for me, I've got to be honest, chick flicks is just, I, I just can't do it. I just cannot give up 
two hours of my life for a chick flick. I, I just can't. Um, is there anything that's in that zone for you? Something that you just don't want to do? What about you, yeah, Jazz? There's got to be somewhere. Much, yeah, pretty much just romance nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stand that. So you're not um, a romantic person, no, then, Jazz? No, no, that. No, I'm not really into that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, what about you? In addition to the chick flicks that I dislike, um, I think I'm not a fan of fantasy movies. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, why? fantasy movies. I guess it's childhood. You know, growing up, you know, wasn't exposed to a lot of uh, fantasy stories in school or movies. Yeah, so, 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 so no wizards where of... you were growing up? You didn't go to school with any wizards? Or... No, 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 none whatsoever. Okay. And Jeets, what about you? Are you a man who likes the chick flick or...? I wouldn't say I like it, um, but just depends on which film it is. If it's like a typical chick flick, yeah, then or a typical romantic movie, I probably so you don't mind it. it. I don't. I'll give it a go. You never know. Yeah. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite chick flick then? I wouldn't say I have a favorite chick flick. Something probably I'd have to watch with the wife or the daughter. But yeah. I'm sure like you're in the same boat as me sometimes. No, definitely no. not. Look, um, I dive can't stand chick flicks and i avoid them like the plague uh which is probably quite timely at the moment is white white chicks regarded as a chick flick uh i'm not sure if it is i think that's a bit of a blokey movie with the humor's quite crude in parts and i've got to be honest i've watched that a few times and that's uh quite a funny movie so i'm not sure what the name of the the main actor is in that movie obviously it's got the two brothers in there um but I, i can't remember the, the name of the actor who's uh, fallen in love with one of the uh, one of the brothers. That's quite a hilarious movie. Um, but good. Okay. Now, my next question as we discuss movies and our choices of films is you were asked as a bit of homework to come up and think about uh, what are your favorite three movies of all time? And we mentioned in the intro that uh, the online movie database, IMDb, had ranked uh, 200 and move, 250 movies on their website from uh, 250 all the way up to the number one movie, which they ranked as the Shawshank Redemption, um, which has got a, a rating of 9.2 on IMDb, which is phenomenal. Um, so I don't know who we go to. Shall we? I think we should go one film at a time. Um, and we'll go to uh, Jeets. We'll, we'll stay with you. So give us one of your top three films of all time. And I know this is going to be difficult because there's so many great movies to choose from. Uh, and it's a bit tough asking you to just narrow it down to three. But hey, we've done that. So tell us one of them. Yeah. I'll go with like my favorite franchise, which everyone probably knows is Stoles. Um, but mm-hmm. I like out of the original trilogy, uh, Empire Strikes Back was my favorite out of the three. Okay. Why that one in particular? Because Star Wars, again, look, I, I guess we grew up in a similar time and I've got a, a real soft spot for the Star Wars original trilogy. Yeah, um, but why did you go for Empire Strikes Back? Um, something a bit more like speaks to more of the story in there. You find out exactly what's going on, whereas the first one is just about like an introduction of like who, who the Jedis are and stuff. No one knows the real story, but then you find out, or well, spoiler alert, if no one's seen yeah. it. You find out who um, Luke Skywalker's dad is. Yeah, look, yeah. spoil away. I reckon yeah. that movie came out in 1980. And if, people, if people haven't seen it yet, that's just too bad, isn't surprised. it? <laughs> yeah. I, look, talking everyone, about Star Wars. Everyone has a misconception of um, it's a sci-fi movie like Star Trek, but it actually the original trilogy is actually, it's got a good story, in my opinion. It's got a very good story. 
Yeah, our Star Wars is a phenomenal movie, yeah. uh, a phenomenal story. And for me, look, of the original trilogy, if I had to pick one, I would go with Return of the Jedi because that's, of course, the one where you see uh, Darth Vader's mask come off and you actually see Anakin Skywalker beneath the mask for the first yeah. time since the new trilogy yeah. uh, came out. Um, so, yeah, look, completely agree with you. That's a classic, classic trilogy. And uh, Empire Strikes, I'm not sure I'd pick Empire Strikes Back, but hey, that's okay. Uh, each to their own but thanks for that jazz what about you give us one of your top three movies of all time um top um without a question i would go for the godfather um and there's a number of reasons for it as well um i think it's the first time that any film that took that sort of life and made it into a film that also depicted how you know how the families get on as well uh there's a lot of relationships in there uh, a lot of people think it's just about the mafia mm. uh, but it actually depicted the relationships between family members as well yeah. well and that was quite a key element of it uh, and yeah. i think i also made it was you know the, the cast in it is fantastic the cast was unreal marlon brando yeah. al pacino, marlon brando, james al pacino Khan. Oh, john cazali yeah uh, richard conti there's, there's a lot of um actors and actresses in that film that that are household names and some of them weren't household names at the time al pacino was just starting off yeah, um, and he right. was almost kicked out of the film uh, in the early days when they were filming mm. uh, and he went on to become you know one of the great actors uh, right. so there's a lot I of didn't see that. i didn't actually see that movie until uh, a week ago believe it or not so yeah i've heard about it for ages and ages and i know in the imdb chart that we're going to mention throughout this podcast godfather's actually ranked as number two of their 250 top movies but i actually saw it for the first time uh last week and i know when there's a lot of hype around a movie you can sort of build up your expectations way too high uh, and i think there's a bit of bit of that going on with me and i was expecting something amazing um but it didn't match up to my expectations an excellent movie don't get me wrong but i was expecting something you know much much more and i guess that's just the hype that goes around these movies and if i'd have seen it at the same time as the rest of you lads i probably would have been you know thinking about it in terms of hindsight rather than expectation but yeah good movie good movie choice and al pacino what i really liked about the movie if there's one part i really loved was the way that uh, al pacino's character developed you know from someone who was probably the calm one in the family to then becoming you know the major lead uh, and i thought that that transformation of that character was just done so well. It was uh, a brilliant, pretty movie. Uh, Mandy, we'll come to you next. So give us one of your top three movies as well. Uh, it has to be Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And, and the reason uh, why? Um, it's just the, the plot. It's gripping. It's, uh, it's got everything in it, you know, and it's, you can relate to it, uh, you know, in different ways. You know, it depicts persistence, you know. You've been to prison, have you? No, I haven't. But yeah, it's like you can achieve anything you want. Um, and their life is not fair. In the movie, the guy's, uh, um, you know, he's in jail for, for an offense he didn't sort of, uh, you know, uh, commit. And uh, it was it's brilliant. It was uh, the storyline, the acting, you know, it just flowed mm -hmm. so well. And, uh, and the funny thing is when it came out at the cinema, it never did do well. It's only after when it was released to you know to general public when people started watching it, and it was just that people started commenting on it. Yeah. And I didn't watch it till um, 
few years ago when you know every year at the end of the year you would have the list of people's choices of the best yeah. movies and that was always there mm-hmm. and then I, when i did watch it you know i had to agree without a doubt yeah no it's a great movie and and like you mentioned at the outset you know i think jeet's mentioned it's got to be a good story and you know that's got one of the best stories going i think shawshank redemption's got a bit of everything uh phenomenal movie uh okay so some good choices there so far and just in terms of what you've mentioned so shawshank redemption man do you mentioned that was number one in the imdb list uh the godfather was mentioned by uh jazz that was number two in their list and jeet you mentioned the empire strikes back that also made the top 20 so that came in their list at number 14 so all completely respectable choices choices in terms of movies uh if i was to pick one of mine um i reckon i would go with the green mile i don't know if you've seen that have any of you seen the green mile yes we have yeah so for me that's a that's one of the greatest movies for me i reckon that would be in the top three again it's difficult to you know pigeonhole it just to your top three but definitely one of the greatest movies i've seen um just because of the way uh the movie just changes you know when you realize that he's got this you know i don't know some sort of supernatural uh presence about him uh the movie for me just changed and his time in prison um is just amazing it's just so raw and real um that that movie for me is just amazing if it was on I wouldn't change your channel. I would sit down and watch it again and again and again. Really, really good movie. Released in 1999. Uh, and that one uh, is at 29 in the IMDb list of uh, top movies. But again, a cracking movie. Uh, and some great uh, cast members as well. Tom Hanks, of course, starred in that movie as well. Um, and, uh, of course, Michael Clark Duncan playing the role of John Coffey. Uh, but a great, great movie. So, who do we come back to now? Jeets, second movie. Where are we going now? What are you going to pick? Um, it wasn't at the time. Um, I didn't get to watch in the cinema. Uh, Pulp Fiction. You know what? I still haven't seen that. Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's a, actually a funny story. I actually caught, caught it on Sky, like um, on the odd chance when it, was, when it came on after it got released. And uh, uh, have you guys seen the film? Yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't, haven't seen, seen it? it? Okay, then maybe no, no. I shouldn't spoil it for you then. No, no, spoil it, because, you know, it's one of those, there's always one movie that you never get around to watching. And for me, it was a Godfather for so long, but that's gone, so, so I reckon it'll be Pulp Fiction. So I, th- I thought the film had started and then it finished. So it's, it's a weird one. It's like, I think it's um, the beginning is the end. No, or the beginning is the middle, but the, the ending is the start. Yeah, I can't like deal with all that. I can't deal but with all you know, that. You need yeah. to watch it from the beginning, if that makes sense. But I won't know what the beginning is now. You just confused me. What's the beginning? Yeah, I mean, not watch yeah. it at the end. Yeah, confused. Yeah, I confused me, and I was like, "That's what made me want to watch it." Yeah, and it's an Oscar winner that movie. It was released yeah. in, uh, I think it was '94 that was released. Yeah. Um, um, quite a long movie, as well. Two and a half hours. It's almost venturing into uh, Bollywood territory. So two and a half hours again. Amazing star cast there as well. Um, so yeah, Samuel Samuel L. Jackson in that one. John Travolta, yeah, John Travolta yeah. uh, and uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah, yeah Uma Thurman and, as well. So. Um, uh, what's his name? Kaitel as well. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, and Tarantino really defined that era, didn't he? He came out with some uh, classic movies, but I don't know if Tarantino, if we just you know talk about tarantino for a second 
did Tarantino just become popular for the sake of a few movies and then he was able to get away with a few flops that people just went to see because of his name but actually weren't that great? Or would you rate him as one of the greatest directors um, that we've seen? I think he has a bizarre style of films. Um, if you look at even Pulp Fiction, is actually yeah. a very bizarre film. Some of the things that get depicted on there are very strange. Yeah. Um, and but is that I, his appeal? Lot, maybe. I think, it, I think it's... It's different from the norm. Um, I mean, some of the things that they depict in his films do border on the bizarre. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because he's different from from a lot of other uh, contemporaries. And I think that's what that's what is his appeal. He he has that sort of thing about him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But another good choice there, Jeets, that one uh, coming in at number eight. And you guys don't know where these films have ranked in the IMDb list, so it's nice for me to just uh, fill you in afterwards uh, in terms of the ranking. So that was, again, another top ten you've picked there, Jeets. That was number eight. Uh, Jazz, give us your second choice. Second, the greatest, I'll go for... Greatest movies of all yeah, time, according second, to Second, I'll you. go for Godfather Part Two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can I see think, which way this is going. Yeah. Can we put some money on what you're no, going to go with no, the, film three? The, the third, definitely not. But a second, yeah, a second. Sometimes I think it's it's in a lot of ways it's better than the first, uh, and it often gets depicted that way as well. It's one of those ones where it's probably the first sequel that a lot of critics say that's better than the first. Yeah, because that uh, really because happens. the yeah because the the story that that you know that um the director Francis Ford Coppola went with there, which worked for him was that he went with a parallel story in, in the second one where you, we had um, Robert De Niro playing the younger version of Marlon Brando, who was in the first film. And so it kind of worked well where you had Al Pacino's character continuing on mm. um, in that vein, but then you had the parallel story of Marlon Brando as a younger person and having De Niro play that role was fantastic. Um, mm. And because that went into an earlier time period, that's why I think it worked well, whereas sequels, you know, there's a lot less money spent on a sequel quite often. Mm, and the yeah. story sort of, because they try to stretch and make money on a story, whereas this one, actually a lot of thought went into it um, to, try and, to try and get it up. And it's probably, in, in, you know, I'm not sure of your list, but it might be in the top five in there. It's least. actually number three. Yeah, I'm not surprised because it is, yeah. a, it is one of those sequels where it's, you know, it's surprising to get, you know, quite often I'll watch the second one and I'll change yeah. my opinion that it's better than yeah. the first. And yeah. it's, it's one of those films. And it's based on a book as well. And I think with sequels, sometimes you get sequels of films that are just created. And then, you know, the sequel is not based on anything other than just someone's imagination. Whereas if they're set on a book, um, they often have a bit more structure and a bit more of a storyline. But again, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, when a, a book is uh, converted to a movie, it's never as good as the book. Now, have you have you read the books? Because obviously you've picked The Godfather and Godfather too. So are yeah, you a fan the, of the book? The bo I've, read the, I've read Mario Puzo's books, but The Godfather Part 2 isn't based on a particular book. Um, so what you get is you get, it's, it's a totally new story that were, that was written for it. Um, whereas uh, Mario Puzo's books are written um, and they've got different stories in them. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so Godfather 2. So uh, you've picked out the number two and number three in the ranking. Mandy, give us your uh, second uh, movie choice. I would go with Out of Africa. I'm not talking about uh, your life story. I'm talking yeah, about your choice no, of movie. Out of Africa, I think, was uh, another good movie oh, I uh, based on that. a true story 
Yeah, is it yours? Saw, no, not mine. But it was based on a true story, Karen Blixen's life in Kenya. He won okay. seven Academy Awards. Wow. Um, I've yeah, never, just, ever seen that movie. Have any, we'll come back to you, Mandy, but Jeets and Jazz, have you, have you seen that out of Africa? I've seen that. I, was, I yeah, think I've that was when it, yeah. I was in my school days when that came yeah. out. Was that yeah, around I'm, about 86, 87? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to find it in the top 250. Yeah. I'm down to 2,456 <laughs> and I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It had that iconic poster. And you're right, Jazz, it was around the 80s. But I watched it well 10, 15 years after it was released. And, uh, and, and obviously, I enjoyed it. You're, you're from Kenya, Mandy. So is that one yeah. of the reasons that you especially enjoyed that one and picked that one? Does it bring back sort of nostalgic memories I of think, Kenya? I think I could relate to to the the way it was shot but i think um it, it was just a brilliant sort of uh, movie iconic post iconic starting dialogue in the movie um great sort of actors in it based on a true story and uh again it was, i watched it because of the hype and mm. uh i enjoyed it was a yeah good storyline and i could relate to the the history in it during the yeah. colonial time and you fancy yourself as a bit of a robert redford uh, no. Or Meryl Streep. Which uh, is it? <laughs> and, um, none. Um, so it did, it won seven Academy Awards. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, seven Oscars and another 23 wins and 27 nominations as well. So a uh, highly commended movie. However, in IMDb, uh, it's only come in at 1,399. <laughs> yeah. But then obviously, uh, they're probably uh, not as smart. As, as you and uh, they probably have the same choice in movies like me lord of the rings so um obviously <laughs> not gonna really appreciate a movie that's yeah. won seven oscars but yeah another great well, i haven't seen that so i should really watch that it's a good story is it yeah good story and that is a bit of a romantic number mandeep so you surprised me because you said you're not really into chick flicks i mean that's not far off it's a bit of a romantic number that one so we see are we seeing the soft side no it was just different genre it was a drama historical colonial times so it's right, good to okay. go back <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so good on you guys we've had uh, your second choice of your movie if i was gonna pick my second choice then i reckon i'm gonna go with uh, batman the dark knight uh have to pick that one just because it was just so dark uh and i loved the fact it in fact it put a completely different spin on the batman series um and i thoroughly enjoyed uh you know the acting in that movie especially the joker of course what an amazing job uh, that was um, just phenomenal storyline, great acting, um, and for me, one of the classic movies of, uh, I don't know, of the last 30, 40 years that I've been watching movies. Um, it's up there with the best as far as I'm concerned. And uh, that one actually comes in the IMDb ratings at number four, uh, which is great. And that's actually the uh, most recent movie to make it in the top 10. So uh, all the other movies um, in the top 10 are outside of that era. But 2008, The Dark Knight rating nine on average as an IMDb rating. But yeah, phenomenal movie. One of my favorites. Loved it. Uh, good. So we've got one more choice left for our favorite movies of all time. So Jeets, we're back to you now to give us your third and final choice for the greatest movie of all time. Well, you took, took the third choice just now, but um, let me see. Um... So you're a fan of The Dark Knight as well? Yeah, I very hard to pick three like all-time favourites. Probably have to be 
out of like maybe maybe the matrix or back to the future for me yeah back to the future again was one of those movies that really takes you back to your childhood doesn't it yeah it's it's not just about the movie but it brings back a lot of other memories of growing up when it's on tv you you always got to sit down and stop stop everything start watching it it's one of those films that's right. And Michael J. Fox was a massive star, wasn't he, back then? I remember T-Wolf also had the same sort of popularity when that came out. T-Wolf, yeah. uh, Back to the Future, um, some great movies. But for different reasons, I, d- I think the storylines were probably uh, not as strong as the ones, you know, that we've discussed in other movies. But for different reasons, that one's got a uh, certain nostalgia about it. But yeah, it has choice, to be the, yeah. F- the first one, not the second one, not the sequel. Yeah, see, for me, it's been so long since I've seen them. They all sort of merge into one. All I know is Doc Brown's in there. And uh, is it, was it Marty McFly? Was that his name? Yeah. Marty McFly. Yeah, good. All right. Uh, Jazz, what's your third and final choice? Uh, there's a few, I think, that could go in there because there's a, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of good films. But if I was to pick one, I'll probably go with Schindler's List. Is one that yeah, I'll go okay. Um because I mean, because it's based on a true story, and it's such a heroic story as well. Mm. Um, and I was quite lucky enough; I've been to most of the locations that that are featured in the film. Uh, my son was doing a history project, and, and we actually went there uh, yeah, yes. to, to have a look. Um, but it's because it's based on a true story, and it's just it's just how demonic that it gets. Uh, mm. that, that what can happen in life. Uh, and yeah. how some per- some person who can go against the system um, and save people's lives whilst risking his own is not something that most people would do. Um, but I just think it goes to show, uh, and Liam Neeson's acting in it was also fantastic as well. I think what he did really, really well was, because Oscar Schindler was quite a complex person. Uh, he had so many like, characteristics to, 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 his, uh, to his side. I think it's, trying to get all those out because he was he was a nazi he saved jews he was a womanizer he was a profiteer and yep. all these things that i think that can just combine you just, you just didn't expect him to behave that way did you no you didn't because no. you know you think you know you everything about you is geared towards behaving the other way mm. uh, and you know selfish and, and, and yeah, one of the, yeah and the fascinating parts of it was of steven spielberg who recently said, you know said in an interview that there are quite a few thousand people now who are the descendants of those who actually survived. Mm. Uh, so it just goes to show that how one act can have such an impact on, on humanity. And I think that's yeah. what really, I think uh, you learn from it. Yeah. And look, it's a great movie, but again, we spoke at the uh, beginning of this episode about, you know, you've got to be in the right mood. And for me, Schindler's List is one of those movies. You've really got to be in the right mood to not only watch it, but to actually appreciate uh, the story um, it's not the sort of thing you can just put on and you know grab some popcorn and sit there and watch it you've exactly. got to really be in that yeah in that reflective sort of mood um, yeah good thanks for that jazz and um, Mandeep uh, your final choice so you've had out of Africa and what was your first one remind us once again it was Shawshank Redemption Shawshank Redemption another classic yeah. and what's your third and final choice I was going to say uh, the back to the future trilogy yeah uh, but so what I'll do, I'll give you another name. Uh, uh, it was Argo. I think I enjoyed uh, that movie. Again, That's not too old, is it? Two, no, it's not too old. It was yeah, directed okay. by Ben Affleck. And, That's uh, right. It, was, uh, it hadn't got your typical action movies, but it had that intense suspense 
uh, you know, and based on a true story where you've got uh, some hostages, um, you know, in Iran, um, six of them escaped into the Canadian embassy and the Iranians mm-hmm. were after them. And, uh, you know, the Americans wanted to get them out. So they hatched a plot that you've got this director who's flying into to Iran to shoot a, a sci-fi movie and how mm. he gets them out was, yeah. was brilliant. So I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, good movie. I've seen it as well. So, yeah, I can relate to that. It's very good. Um, okay, good. Now, in terms of my last one, again, like you, it's so difficult to close off and say that's it, that's my top three and there's so many other movies like Jazz. I think you mentioned that I could uh, fit into that criteria. But I don't know. There's probably two. And Lord of the Rings trilogy, any of them. I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But I'm also torn between The Terminal as well. I don't know if you've seen The Terminal uh with tom hanks now that for me was a phenomenal movie but you know in terms of the picturization you don't actually get to see much it's all about the character development and tom hanks seems to do a lot of these movies and i guess in bollywood we've got amir khan and the version in hollywood is uh tom hanks they're both very similar very versatile actors and uh you know i I could put any one of tom hanks movies in there castaway was great the terminal was great Forrest Gump, none of us have mentioned yet another amazing movie. Uh, but I think I'm going to go for Lord of the Rings just because I love that particular genre of movies, the fantasy side of things. The Hobbit is a story that I've grown up with. Um, so because of that and because of the amazing job Peter Jackson done uh, with the picturization, the special effects, it was just amazing to watch uh, a story that you've grown up with come to life. And uh, for me, Lord of the Rings would make my top three uh, I'm not going to pick any one of the movies. I thought they were all sensational. But, um, yeah, that would complete my top three. Uh, good. Thank you, guys. That was uh, very interesting. We, I think we'll have to do another episode at some point on uh, the movies that were the biggest disappointments. And I know we were going to discuss that today. Uh, but, unfortunately, time has escaped. Um, so thank you once again to all of you for your time. And uh, your insights into those movies that you think uh, really made their mark Uh, on your lives um, growing up and even in the present day. Uh, Thanks, Jazz. Thank you, Mandy. Thanks, Jeets. And uh, join us again soon for another episode of Backchat, where we go behind the headlines and beyond the boundaries to uncover the facts and discuss the real stories behind the news. Until next time, goodbye for now.